This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We're, we don't, we're not being mics like for singing or no. anything. We're all just singing along, right? And yeah, Lori, you're, you're a doing a solo, Lori. Yeah, right. You're leading it off with some interpretive dance and okay. perhaps a little... Um, what is it that you're so fond of that um, we did for our comedy show? Improv. Yeah, Lori's going to do a little improv. Oh, great. Yeah, the gonna... weather is much improved for It tomorrow. is. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know it. Yeah, nice. Looks and like it's going to cooperate. Yeah. I know. And we have tickets, a pair of tickets to uh, give away to Guys and Dolls at the Guthrie Theater. And this is for the Friday night performance. Um, June 28th. June 28th. And this is supposed to be everything. I wish it was starting this weekend. I know it. All right, I'm ready to go. voice. I used to smoke two or three packs of cigarettes a day and drink whatever there was there to drink, you know. And uh, I had pneumonia four or five times. My lung collapsed. I almost died. So I said, wait a minute, you know. Uh, okay, that's good. That's enough. 651-641-1071. Can you guess the national treasure that is speaking? Yes, I know it. I okay, know. I have something for you. Okay. Um, and this feels fast. Jill Zarin, you know, from the Housewives, yeah, who got kicked off, you know, after New York, just, New York, or yeah. whatever. Her Bobby died. Her husband died in January of 2018, and her new boyfriend Gary Brody mm-hmm. was spotted picking out an engagement ring for her. Oh. Um, and uh, Brody was previously married and divorced, but Jill now started going out with him about four months. We're not judging. Yeah. After Bobby died, we don't know how long he was sick and all the other things that went on. He he had thyroid cancer. When you get thyroid cancer, when you're like over the age of 50, it's a far more serious cancer than... When you got it in your 20s. Yeah. And so they're reporting that Zarin has, um, had left her Upper East home. She shared with her late husband and moved into a $9,995 a month rental place oh. on Sutton Place. Mm-hmm. She was downsizing. Oh. So watch for that. To, All right. To be happening, Lori, in France. You know when I judge somebody who got married very quickly after a... Uh, I know who it is. Yes. I know who it is. My friend in Canada. I know. My friend in Canada. When she died six, of breast cancer. Breast cancer, and six weeks after she died, he started dating somebody. That was bad. That, and it was a quick death, too, because she went like that. Yeah. yeah and you were yeah. so dear for... That one I know. And, and, and he was married... Two and a half months after she passed away. And they had been married like 22 years, 23 years, something like that. Have you ever seen well, him? Do you I, see him ever? I just was furious with him. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was just so awful. Well, this is what Rita Wilson said today. She was on um, some show and she is Tom Hanks' wife and Rita Wilson on her own. Wonderful songwriter. Wonderful songwriter. And she's been in a lot of funny movies. I think of her Sleepless in Seattle and other things. Her very first role she ever got in acting was she was going with her friend. um, DJ Murphy? 
I don't know who her friend was, to a Brady Bunch, um, a Brady Bunch tryout, mm-hmm. you know, because they needed cheerleaders to try out for something that Marsha and Greg were doing on Brady Bunch. And um, her friend cheered. And then the producer said, well, what are you doing here? Can you cheer? And she goes, well, I can, but I'm here for my friend. Well, why don't you just cheer too? And she goes, I don't want it. My friend is here. It would be for something completely different. They guaranteed her. And that was her first thing. Did her Her friend get hired? Her friend got it too, I believe. We do have a winner for the Celebrity Voice. All right. Cindy's here. Cindy. Cindy, congrats. Who is that? Oh, hi. Hi, Lori and Julia. Thank you so much. I'm excited. Good. Who was that talking? What's that? Who was that? Who was the celebrity voice? Willie Nelson. That's right. He was on The View yesterday. Good for oh, you. Yes. Oh. Who, have you ever seen Guys and Dolls? No, I have not. And, you know, and I haven't been out to the Guthrie in quite a while either, so I'm really excited. Oh, good. All right. We've, well, nev- we've never seen we've it never either. Seen the, I'm dying we've never to. seen it either, but you're going to the Guthrie next Friday night. Absolutely. Oh, great. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're, you're so welcome. welcome. All right, we've got tickets to give away Thursday and Friday also. Yeah, but what was what were we talking about? Why did I di- oh, uh, switch to Rita Wilson? Um, we were talking about Jill Zarin, but we were talking about something about... About, like, just, you know, moving on too quickly or getting gosh. remarried or getting oh, involved. Oh, this is going to bug me so bad. Well, she did say about her relationship with Tom Hanks is why it works. We we like each other a lot. We're still attracted That's to each other. That's what I've always said. And we make each other laugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that, uh, well, I know Tom Hanks had a first wife. He was mm-hmm. married before. Oh, we're talking about the funerals, Lori. Okay, yes. this is why. Because um, her new song called Throw Me a Party or Sing It Loud, it's one or the other. Mm-hmm. She said that um, a friend of hers, you know, that she'd known forever had cancer. And she said the first thing, when I die, I want you to throw me a party. Yeah. And she thought the same way because she was diagnosed with breast cancer and had a double mastectomy about right. five years ago now that. and started mm-hmm. singing then and mm-hmm. doing all these other things. And she said, I just want a party. I just want someone to throw me a big party. And so while she's still alive. No, when she said, oh, after she's passed, yeah. you hear that a lot about, you know, people just want a party. And I've also heard people having the party before they die. If they know it. If they know it. Yeah. Would you do that? I have no idea. Yeah, you know? I don't know Sounds either. like it could be a good idea. It does sound like it could be a good idea. But who knows? Is Holly with us? Yeah. yeah. Honey, do you have that song by any chance? Yeah, it's called Throw Me a Party. Okay. So here it is. A little um, great idea for her first album. She, it was all covers. She Rita remembered Wilson. going on road trips. Like if you grew up in the... 50, 60, 70s, you'd go on the road and you would just listen to the cars, the radio, and you can remember songs with that. And she just said, these were all the favorite songs that I loved, you know, listening on the radio, going on car. And that was her first album. So Mm -hmm. she just picked her favorite covers. And I like her voice. I do like her voice. But what she said is she was gone. Yeah. She wants Tom Hanks to be super sad. Yes. I told Casey that. I said I'd haunt his wiener if he tried to get involved with someone too (laughs) early. And I would make sure it didn't work in any of the ways he would like it to. Put a hex on that. I would. Only you. Yeah, no. Only you would say that. No, I need him to be... uh, Sad, devastated, and just you know, really. For how long? I don't know, but it's got. It is certainly there's going to be no more than two and a half weeks. Yes, Julia. Uh I mean, you know, come on. Can we go back to the old-fashioned, respectable one year of mourning before 
you know, I don't know, whatever. But like that would just be. Well, when you talk about your friend, that is really quick. <sighs> That's really quick. I and it wasn't like that. She had this long, drawn out death. She died very fast. Yes, and so less I think, than a year. I think that would be hard not to judge. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, and I think that's the first time I ever had a conversation with Casey. I was like, if you ever do something like that, you I'll know, haunt you. I'll, I'll haunt your wiener. Not even you. Just what you want yeah, to use. Right. That's oh, right. honestly, Lori, go for the go. <laughs> go for the. I can't even say it. Yeah. I said, you know, that's what your hand is for, and tissue and crying. Oh, <laughs> oh, Holly, oh, oh Holly. I guess remember I, Lori well. Yeah. I know, no, but of course this would be your theme. Of course it would. There was a guy, a couple, who was, you know, how they do those baby reveal things now, and they were pulling these poppet things off. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was the bride or the mother to be, and you know her whatever significant other, uh-huh. and they both pull these things off, and his the bottom part of it comes off and just hits him Great so hard in the Johnson, just a bang, and he just barrels over, and it's videotaped and it went viral today. It's oh everywhere. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um. About Casey and his wiener. No, no. I I was already moving on to Rihanna. She had a Fenty pop-up in New York. And she showed up and looking all kinds of beautiful in a 90s sort of a slip dress. But, which Holly posted the photo. (laughs) But her dad, you know, she's in this lawsuit with her dad. Over the Fenty name. Yes, but he also, you know, he he began developing a reality show four years ago about him. And Who that he cares. Yeah. Like to promote his, you know, like, like that he's Rihanna's dad. And he, Who cares? Yeah, I know it. I know it. So anyway, yeah, they're still having the court battle. Wouldn't you just, I mean, I think that would just be the worst. Yeah. To further his own yeah. celebrity is what her lawyers are alleging. Yeah, that would just be. Because he wanted to call it Rihanna's dad or something like oh, that. Oh, man. Because nobody it, knows his name. Because no one cares. Yeah. Thank you. Ronald Fenty is. Oh, Ronald. Name. Ronald. By the way. Yes, dear. You know, Toy Story 4 is going to be the huge movie this weekend. And they guess think. whose voice is in it? Um, Holly, Keanu Reeves. And we're he, having a Keanu Sans. In he, case anyone is just joining but us. But he's already dropped month. out. He's uh, he, But he steals the movie. Or what the early reviews, his voice. Keep, what what character is he? Whatever character, he steals the movie. Well, you would think you would know what character he is. I don't need to know. But all I know is Keanu <laughs> is trying to take himself out of the zeitgeist. He's had 10 days and he is it's moving on. Now he just wants to be sad, Keanu, on the bench again. Well, no, he's really acting. His motorcycle sightings are abundant in Malibu with him. There was another one yesterday. At the Roadhouse. But he is, he's, they got a petition going for him to be Time Magazine of the Year person next year. I mean, that's not going to happen. But he could be, you know, he just wants to be left alone now. I know he does. I like that about him. Even Sandra Bullock, when she was asked on the MTV red carpet about him, she just said, he's good. Because she knows. You know, he doesn't don't want say anything. anything don't more. say. So yeah, the Keanu Sans, he's retreating. I love it. But Lori. Toy Story Four, the critics mm-hmm. are saying his voice steals the movie. Whatever character, do you know which one? I have no idea who he is. Yeah. Obviously, a new character. Yeah. All right. Listen. So there, that'll be the last time I mention Keanu until <laughs> was, at least was yesterday. Well, yeah. Till at least next Monday, I won't oh, mention oh, it. Oh, I don't oh, believe oh, you. No, you're here tomorrow. I yeah. am. Okay, we'll see. Well, what's going to happen if there's breaking Keanu news there won't tomorrow? Be. He's already retreating. 
He's already been to his three red carpets. He's, you know, he's been talking. He knows he's the Internet's boyfriend. He's, you know, humbly pulling away. It's by Emerson. High quality, versatile, and compliment any aesthetic. Style, selection, and service at online prices every day with Robinson Lighting. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, we've got the dead alert with Hallie. Hallie, what do you have? All right, well, let's start with Rosie Perez, who was in the clubhouse, and she was dishing a little blind gossip. Yes, she was last week. Yeah, well, she wants to describe the craziest moment she had while filming a love scene. Oh, yeah. And she said, this is what happened. We were in bed, and I was supposed to get up, but he was in bed naked. When I got up naked, I turned around, and his uh, member wasn't there. He'd oh, tuck, yeah, he had, tucked he, had t- it. he had tucked it behind. And I was like, what the blank? She's standing there naked. <laughs> and then he has nothing. I've, I laughed so hard <laughs> when she said that. I know it. He we don't know who be, this person is. He tucked though. it because he wanted to just make sure she wasn't comfortable at all and that it wouldn't be in any kind of the way. There, it, yeah, <laughs> it, it wouldn't get in the way of anything. Oh, my goodness. I so, know. yeah. And she was wearing the Ramona glasses, which you yeah, were wearing yesterday. You're wearing them. You're just you're you, you made them for the pairs. float, right? I made the, them for the float and maybe tomorrow night at Greece. Uh-huh. They make me laugh. Yes. And so watch out for Julia. If you I can't see. see. But I'm telling you, Rosie Perez was spilling so much tea wearing she those did. glasses. She was very... Uh, I think we should make anyone that we comes into our studio wear room. the Ramona yeah. eyes and then answer questions. Yes. The Ramona eyes of truth. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, well, I think it's a great idea. Well, here's something that's happening. Maybe they were wearing the Ramona Eyes of Truth. This is something that kind of went viral uh, on the internet in the past couple of days. So Whitney Cummings, the comedian, she challenged her Instagram followers to describe their sex lives with the title of the movie. Of a movie, just any movie. All right. She used The Fast and the Furious <laughs> to describe hers. Perfect. Rumor Willis said striptease, haha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. alluding to mom. Yeah. yeah. Aisha Tyler said how to be single. Howard Stern's wife, Beth. She said Howard's end. Oh, that's Uh-oh. so perfect. Cute. And then Lisa Rinna said Fight Club. And then after, a screenshot was shared by comments by celebs by her daughter Delilah writing, Ew, mom. Ew, mom. <laughs> Ew, mom. That's disgusting. I don't want to do that. Oh, I suppose you run into that area when you're a, a child of a celebrity yeah. and you just like, you see that kind of stuff and it's just like, oh, mom, mom, jeez. Yeah. And well, kids never want to think no. about their parents. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
having no. any kind of a love life, sex life, or no, anything. No, remember like that. Mark Consuela and uh, their daughter walked I in. I swear. On a, yeah. I mean, my parents were so over the board, you know, all over each other. I thought everybody's parents were that way. I thought everybody had horny parents. <laughs> no, I really did. Huh. It wasn't ever. And naked boob, black velvet photos over their bed. No, my, an oil painting of a naked, topless Trixie. lady. Over the Trixie la- Malone. Was it velvet? Yeah, velvet painting. Mm-hmm. Pepper. Same thing. Her name is Pepper. I mean, can you imagine? This is where this is where she's I'm, from. I Everything am. makes sense. Thank you, Julie. I was just going to say all has been revealed. It I is. feel like this she is a lived, new day. She yeah. lives I mean, my such a different life. Each other, booby and, and weenie. weenie. That was their nickname for each other. Terms of endearment. She yeah, grew up so completely different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our celebrity voice in the last segment was Willie Nelson. Yes. And he was on The Tonight Show last night with Jimmy Fallon to talk about his marijuana company, Willie's Reserve. And he said that he is the chief tester. And he said that he has yet to find any that he didn't like. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and he's talking. He's on the cover of Rolling Stone. He was uh, this last month in May, and he said that marijuana saved his life after smoking and drinking caused him to have pneumonia several times. Mm-hmm. That he suffered from a collapsed lung, and he said, "You know, I'm not getting high off of Chesterfields, so I threw out the cigarettes, rolled up twenty joints, stuck in there, and I haven't had a cigarette since. Because there was a time, what about five years ago, when Willie Nelson oh, was really sick, sick, and we were yeah. really, really sick, worried about him." And you know, he's got a he's got like a eight date residency in Vegas. Yeah, I know. He was on with the View ladies yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's sweet. Talking, reminding everybody we're all immigrants. Yes, he did say that. Didn't yes, he? that mm-hmm. is true. Uh, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani still thirsty for headlines. So Blake Shelton turned forty three years old yesterday, and Gwen Stefani, well, they spent the day at the Shed Aquarium, and to celebrate, Gwen Stefani throw, posed a th- uh, posted a throwback picture of Blake Shelton on Instagram. A younger Shelton wearing a cowboy hat, a denim shirt, jeans, and boots. She said, hashtag so lucky. Uh, lest you forget about them but they're going to be co-starring on The Voice together in the new season. Bradley Cooper and Irina Shayk are being nicer to each other since the split. If you want to believe sources. No joint statement from them about they're Mm going to be friends forever which just tells me the lawyers are talking unless they already had it all worked out. Do you think they signed something before she ever moved in? Well, I... Or when she had the baby? Maybe they did. Maybe an NDA. She's Russian. I feel like she would uh, be prepared. Yes. Mm-hmm. There you go. I think that this breakup has already been handled. It was handled yes. a long time ago. Exactly. And they postponed it for the Star is Born. So what are they yeah. saying about these two? Well, they're saying that they're friendly after the breakup. Then on Father's Day on Sunday, Bradley Cooper dropped off their daughter Leah with Irina Shake, And a source says that they were friendly as the exchange happened. And that it's clear that Bradley and Irina have the same goals for their oh, daughter. God, they can't stand each other. And that they're both other. wonderful parents. They can't. Stand each other. <laughs> That's what all this is telling me. And that it's all written out in a contract. We have to do this exchange of the kid. And we're going to be fine. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Uh, Countess Luann is not here for gossip. Isn't she? Well, then why is she on a reality show? I think <laughs> she wants to save the gossip for the cabaret stage. So you're going to have to pay to see the gossip of Countess Luann. She was at a book launch party for Barbara from the Real Housewives okay. of New Barbara, York. Barbara, yes, book? Laura, yeah. you have to look at the picture of oh the two my. of them side by side. Oh. It is unfortunate. Oh. And I feel this way because I'm, I'm short like Barbara. 
So, I, I just, the picture is really... You're just saying the proportions. Countess Luann is, is a tall lady, yeah. and then Barbara is not. And, and if you watch the show, she is not not. There's nothing there. That yeah. I, I mean, if, you know, in the, in the genre of a real housewife, which is petty, catty, bitchy, and gossipy. There you go. Well, by the way, the new novel is called Heels of Steel. Oh, oh because she's a builder. Yes, and uh, it, the heel actually has a building on the side, so it's she's you know writing some fanfic about her own life. In Nobody's this going to buy that book. I know that's really Who sad. Who even approved it? I don't know. You know, Dorinda got a show on Radio Andy. Oh, make she it did? nice with Dorinda. It, Remember when she had the ladies yes. up to her place and she I try to make it nice. nice for you. <laughs> That's what a radio show is called. Are all the real housewives on Radio Andy at no. some point? No, 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 really. She's the only housewife to have a show. No, yeah. well, I'm surprised. They might be a guest, but she's got her own show. Well, congratulations to her. Oh yeah, Barbara. Well, she's no, she's getting. You know, she's probably she's, not coming back. Yeah. That's all right. Buy the pity po- uh, copy in the bargain bin. There when you it comes go. Out. <laughs> That's fine. All right, Thanks, listen, Holly. When yeah. we come back, we got vintage scandal. Right now, let's check in with the draft. Yeah, we got a little traffic brought to you by the Ordway this afternoon. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. Oh dear! Oh dear! We've got a scandal. What do we have? Well. I thought I would do we, the scandal today would be that how Gloria Vanderbilt, you know, passed away this week at the age of 95. And even though like her whole life, it started out scandalous. Yeah. She was the you know, last of a dynasty, poor little rich girl in a trial, her the family fortune built in the 1880s and just all these things that happened to her in this incredible, incredible life. And, um, Anderson Cooper said, my mom has lived many different life and has had many different skins. She always worked hard, always pressed on, always believed the best was yet to come. I know, I love that. You know, you kind of, she does, I thought I would just like take a look at her love life. Imagine that I was interested in that um, because she really did have kind of an incredible love life, right? So here's, let's start with, let's start that everybody just knows that, you know, her her aunt, the one who started the Whitney Museum, right. she sued Gloria's absent mother for yep. custody. Yep. So, um, and Gloria had a $5 million trust and that she would get when she was 21, which would have been worth like back then and today's thing, it was like $67 million yes. or something like that. So Good she money. lived her entire life in the public eye. And as a young girl... She was so shy from all of the newspaper coverage and all of everything. She had a stutter. She considered becoming a nun. Wow. Um, she struggled to find her place. She tried her hand at writing, poetry, acting. And, you know, she did act and she did. Um, um, she painted all of her life. And um, uh, she just kind of became a doyen of New York society because she had this porcelain skin, jet black hair, um, She's beautiful. and kind of a sultry pout, and it grabbed the attention of fashion magazines and photographers, notably she was tall too. Richard Avedon, who said she was his biggest uh, inspiration. And in New York, her fancy circle of friends were Charlie Chaplin, Diane von Furstenberg, 
and Truman Capote were closest friends. And she was one of the swans of Truman Capote's circle of Babe Haley, Lee Radswell, some key CZ guests. And Vanderbilt is rumored to have been the inspiration behind his Holly Golightly character in Breakfast at Trif- Tiffany's. Okay. Did you guys oh, know I that? Know I that. didn't know no. that. That it was Gloria Vanderbilt. No. And um, at 17, she moved to Hollywood, where she made bedfellows with uh, Hollywood's most eligible, not always available bachelors. In her memoir, The Rainbow Comes and Goes, that was out three years ago, she said, every night I went out on dates with movie stars. Oh, how fantastic. To attract my attention, they had to be famous and much older. It was totally inappropriate, not to mention dangerous. Now, remember, this is her writing it. Howard Hughes... Uh, was 19 years her senior. In her in her book, she admitted she often looked for a father figure in her romantic conquest. And her dad died when she was what five or something. He was out of the picture. Yeah, just out of the picture. Okay. And then yes, he did die. And he she died ca- of cirrhosis. Or something. Yes, she categorized her relationship with Howard Hughes as wildly romantic and extremely masculine. Is how she described it. A far cry from what he became later in life. Yes, she said the best thing about their. Tris was sex not only worked, it was the first time I didn't have to fake an orgasm. She's very candid about everything oh. in this memoir. When would, was she out with him? Like early on? Like yes, she was 17? yes, yes. Wow. And her relationship, it wasn't going to be marriage thing, but then she moved on to Errol Flynn, who loved younger women. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was so goggle-eyed, she writes in her book, I, I was so movie-struck that they were like gods to me because all my life I'd grown up as a child watching them in movies, and suddenly here I was in Hollywood, and they were asking me out. Yes. And months after she and Errol Flynn parted, she married her first husband, who was a Hollywood agent and alleged mobster. And Gloria always called it one of the greatest mistakes of her life. <laughs> wow. Hollywood's, like, top people went to, you know, actors went to their wedding at Spanish Mission in Santa Barbara, and she spent the majority of her wedding night alone with her new, while her new husband stayed up late playing cards with Zeppo Marks. In a 2017 interview with her son, she said she was enamored with his forceful and domineering uh, personality, and they did split up after four years. Because he was physically and emotionally yeah. abusive. Then a few months later, she married another unsuitable man, Leopold Stokowski, the conductor. The conductor. She had known him for three weeks before walking down the aisle. Mm-hmm. She was 21. He was 63. Mm-hmm. He built her a palatial mansion on a mountain in Santa Barbara called the Monastery. They had two sons. And she wrote in a book, they were happy and they lived cloistered like a sexy monk and a nun. But then she met Frank Sinatra. Where did she meet him? She said, I thought the man I was married to was God and he would never let me go. And then Frank Sinatra came along. And this was in 1955. Frank uh, had just separated from Ava Gardner. He was performing at the Copacabana Club. Glory was in New York. And he engineered this meeting with her. And in her memoir, she wrote, as a lover, he made me believe I was the most important person in the world to him. But that relationship was short lived. Mm -hmm. It only lasted three weeks. Oh, my God. And then he broke up with her because he went out on tour. But she said he was the most amazing person in my life because he came along at a time when I thought I was trapped in a marriage I didn't want to be in. And that gave me permission to leave him. Okay. The conductor. 
Wow. And also, I think in the song, It Was a Very Good Year, there's a verse that's allegedly about Gloria, Gloria Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Really? Like about the sex or something? It was no, a very no. good year. Yeah, that yeah. song. When I was I know. 35, Five. it was it's a very, a very good, good year. year. A very good year for blue-blooded girls of independent means. We'd ride limousines. Their chauffeurs would drive when I was 35. That was Gloria Vanderbilt. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. She would have been 25. And so in between Frank and marrying her third husband, the film uh-huh. director, Sidney Lumet, she had a number of famous lovers from Gene Kelly... To the writer Roald Dahl. Oh, wow. Her one night stand with Marlon Brando. And she's given us all of this in her book, right. okay? Her one night stand with Marlon Brando soured after she noticed a large silver framed photo of himself next to his bedside table. <laughs> and her, I know that was it for her. Her marriage to the director, Sidney Lumet, was a disaster. The courtship was fast and furious. They married after three weeks, just like the conductor. Yep. He showered her with love, but in her book, she said he was possessive and wildly insecure. He made her turn down three movie opportunities to star along Frank Sinatra for fear she would fall back into bed with old blue eyes. Wow. Her way to say goodbye to an old relationship was starting new. After seven years with Sidney Lumet, she fell head over heels for Wyatt Cooper, a handsome screenplay writer with penetrating turquoise, and yes, the father of Anderson and his brother Carter, and they remained, remained married until he had open heart surgery and died at the age of 50. In 1978. And, Isn't that sad? Yeah. So, and she really, she <clears throat> said he was the one. He my was soulmate. the love of her yeah. life. Yeah. And uh, and it was after her husband died that she found success as a designer and writer with her designer jeans. And uh, the line was so popular, she released more clothing. And then she even had multiple fragrances with L'Oreal Cosmetics. If you remember, she had Gloria. Yes. She had all these. uh, And what happened with the money there that she made, she had a manager who ripped her off. And she lost lost, uh, like kind of all the money that she had made as the denim queen. So, and of course, the biggest tragedy that happened to her was when her youngest son took his life by jumping from the 14th floor of their Upper East Side penthouse apartment. Right in front of her. He had graduated from Princeton and was working as an editor for the history magazine American Heritage. He'd been seen a therapist in the months before he died, and I'm sure he had depression, and he woke up and... He just came out, and again, Gloria writes about this in her book, What's Going On, What's Going On, and he sat on the ledge of the balcony asking her that, and she just said, she was trying to talk him off of it, and then he just Hmm. went over, and she wanted to go over with him. But then she thought of Anderson, Hmm. and that's what kept her. So she really, Mm -hmm. it makes me want to read her memoir. Oh, yeah. What an incredible life. Mm -hmm. Really Mm-hmm. And I love how um, forthcoming she is in telling us all this. Uh, unbelievably yeah. so, because why do you care anymore at 95? I mean, 85, she, even. Yeah, Who she cares? wrote that book three years right. ago. With Pretty, him, the rainbow one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but it was, you know, yeah. like very, very... It's in paperback now. Yeah. It just came out in paperback, literally, I think, this week. Anyway, so she she had scandals, but she overcome it, and she always believed that everyone should be in love, that love is the great thing. 
She was in love with love. Love. I know. Mm-hmm. All right. There you go. Rest in peace, Gloria Vanderbilt. When we come back, uh, we've got uh, some of the other stories we forgot to get around to today. By the way, we just talked about Gloria Vanderbilt. I love that Kathy Griffin did a little um, she did. tribute. Uh, I think it was on Instagram. Um, she lost a friend and they were close because she, I guess, always went to Gloria's apartment whenever she was in New York. And she loved to make Gloria laugh. And she, she did crazy outfits. So, And she said she let me call her Glow Vandy. Glow Vandy. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? And even though she had the falling out with her son. Maybe this will bring them back yeah. together and they will mend their... Right. Maybe. You know, because mm-hmm. sometimes that will happen. It kind of puts something in perspective. I guess, you know, Anderson losing his mom. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty... You know, pretty sad. Yeah, well, pretty shake up your world, right? Like, I wonder if he's going to perform with do a show with Andy in Brooklyn on Saturday. They're performing. I would think not. I would just like I would be. It would be hard to do that, but who knows? Maybe sometimes it's it's good to be surrounded by friends and have a diversion. Yes. By the way, somebody just ran into Bob Barker's house in the Hollywood Hills. They're pulling a car out of his garage or out of the side of his garage. Somebody. I took the corner and went ran into Bob Barker's house. Oh my gosh! And then a major Britain film studio is in lockdown after a stagehand on Anne Hathaway's new, new movie, The Witches, which is based yep. on a Roald Dahl film. Someone who Gloria Vanderbilt had a thing with. Yes, before he was was he hot in the day? Well, he was married to Patricia Neal. Patricia Neal, the yes. actress. Um, I don't know if he, I think he was a difficult, maybe a difficult person. He was kind of crabby. Yeah. Oh, really? oh, I don't yeah. know if he yeah. had depression he was, or. Who it, wants to be with someone crabby? But, he was not a hottie. But he, he had a very British look no, to him. Yes, if you want to Hollywood he, speak that. He, okay. he wrote James and the Giant Pea. I mean, amazing writer. You know, people, great children's authors. Oh, love. They're, so they're making this The Witches. Do you remember the movie? There was one in the early '90s, and Angelica Houston. Yes, yes, yes. Is playing Anne Hathaway is playing that that role. character. Yeah. So I guess p- police were called to the studio. Uh, this is the studio where Harry Potter was filmed. Mm-hmm. After the brawl, a brawl happened between two crew members working on the movie. Two ambulances were called, and one of the crew guys stabbed the other guy with a knife in the neck. Lovely, and it, this reminds me. Of it was the, a scrap between a rigger and a stagehand, and a hundred people were on the set. You just don't hear about that. Kind no, of you stuff don't. And often. you know, the other thing I think about is the the fight of the, all the parents broke out at the seven year olds baseball game. Yeah, that was everywhere. I mean, come on. Oh, that was unbelievable. Uh-huh. And if you were waiting for your cocaine, there was a billion dollar a billion dollar drug bust. Wow, on a ship. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. That was on the news this morning. Hmm. I just wrote it down in case anyone. And they also showed us seniors track racing. There's a woman that's 100 years old running the fit. It's so cute. I'm telling you, people, if you just keep it together. The oldest woman in Italy died, or in Europe died today, 116 years old. And what's her name? Rosa, I don't know. I I don't know where the story is. Rosa, Rosa, I don't know what it was, but they had her on camera singing a song just last summer, an Italian love song. It was so cute. You <laughs> Julie, don't get to keep Lord's that title like, very long. Like, no, but she was a hundred and sixteen in ten months. Who? You don't live every. I, that is too long. Well, I wonder if she was drinking that red wine Danny Butner yes. always tells us about. Wow. Anyway, um, and then this is not scandalous. Anderson Cooper knew about it. 
He always knew he was not inheriting any Anything. money from his mom. Always knew that. Yeah, she lost millions when her lawyer yeah. and her psychiatrist that she made part of her gene company sold millions. It was never recovered. She had to sell her New York City townhouse and her Hamptons home to pay back the millions in taxes those men never paid. And mm-hmm. think of how much money she made. I think in the first year of the Glory Vanderbilt Dreams mm-hmm. um, jeans, it was $20 million. Yeah. Wow. But there's very little left of the fortune. Yeah. Um, and Anderson always said uh, he that they knew whatever money she had left, it was going to charitable things and that she was not going to leave him money. He that knew. he knew yep. he had to earn his way. He did. And, you know, if you want to watch, uh, season two is tonight of Yellowstone. Oh, does that come on, back tonight? Yes, on the Paramount uh, Network. And also Match Game is on ABC in primetime. It kind of, I don't know why, I kind of like the summer My brother game loves crap. watching the game shows because he loves yelling at celebrities and at his TV who don't know the answers oh. to different things. He just gets a kick out of it. You know what I get a kick out of? Hmm. When I drive into work and, um, Holly, you're doing the um, anti-lawyer stuff, blind items. Oh, yeah, blind items. I sit there in my car. Oh, my gosh, it's (laughs) so-and-so. And And I'm just listening along to Colleen and Bradley try to get it. And you're like, ah. But the Tom Hanks one today I thought was really disturbing. Yeah, well, again. Will you tell Lori? The blind items that we read, it's always just gossip. We source it from this guy, anti-lawyer. And to paraphrase the blind item... This is what the comment section was going with, that Tom Hanks, you know, he maybe said that he was going to donate $2 million to this charity, but he doesn't really actually pay anything, and that's pretty par for the course for him. This is just gossip, that's hearsay, or really? gossip. Because really? I just didn't like knowing that. Yeah, well, it doesn't mean it's true. Well, this right. is true. It could be one bad person, you know, that Tom Hanks said, I won't come to your ball or, fun, you know, right. whatever. Who's spreading yeah. this gossip. Who knows? Or it could I'm be just... somebody completely different. Yeah, it could. Yeah, that's right. You guys could have guessed the wrong one. It the wrong well, the, the phone dinged. I mean, oh, your bell dinged, Holly, and I was thinking. <laughs> Well, the ding is the consensus of That's the people in the comments. So yeah, it doesn't mean it's true. Don't always trust the ding, right. Julia. I play, along. <laughs> I play along every day. Yeah. I really do. By I the really way, do. Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox and are wearing Molly loops. Kimmel are all in Cabo celebrating Courtney Cox's double nickels birthday. 55. Mm-hmm. In skimpy, beautiful bikinis looking fabulous. Jeez, you think that they... They, they don't age. No, I know it isn't that, they but don't it, age. it's like uh, those telephoto lenses. Nobody is safe. No one is safe at all. That, I mean, it's, Not that I'm feeling sorry for him or anything no, like that. No, but I but, would hate to always be photographed when I'm in a bikini in Cabo. Yeah. Yeah. Things change. Mm-hmm. Years go on. Things change. Things move. Mm-hmm. Andy Cohen is mad at everybody for yelling at him about um, posing with all his Amazon packaging. Yes, I was thought so the same. I thought, what a pig! And did you like uh, Lisa Rinna flipping off Nicola Sheridan last night? Not and watch really. what happens live with Not her really. bad I feel wig. Like, no, I feel like Nicola Sheridan needs a bone. Yeah, her I'm mom is dying of her. cancer. Yeah, I feel Jeez, bad for her. Come on, Lisa Rinna. Holly, thanks for today. Thank you. Bonnie no, yes. will be with us tomorrow, and we'll see you guys on the air on Thursday. Job done. Off you go.